Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And hello, hello, and welcome to Wine and Sympathy, the My podcast. My name is uh, Ness, and this is Asabi. Asabi. Hi. Well, would you like to say Asabi and Ness? We do. We? Yeah, I yeah. think it just sounds. It better. just sounds. Does it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll let you. I'll let you it. talk about that. <laughs> All right. So today we actually have somebody who is quite possibly. Well, I would say, in my opinion, one of my favorite people on this in the universe. Um, Rose, I've known uh, for four years now. Uh, she was somebody that I worked with and just somebody that, even though she's a little bit younger than me, um, I just, just a, a baby. Touch, just a touch. Um, she is just this incredibly intense old soul who is loving and caring and genuine and artistic and everything about her I completely admire. Her name is Rose, so welcome to Wine and Sympathy, Rose. Oh, thank you. I'm very honoured to be here. Oh, I know, right? We're on Spotify and iTunes, so we're very oh, – not iTunes, no, Apple, Apple, Pod. Apple Podcasts. So we're pretty stoked. <laughs> we're, we're getting a lot of traction. But, Rose, you're a registered nurse. You're I, a skater. You're an artist. I am. You're a, you've just recently got your nutritional health certificate, and you're studying herbalism. Yeah, I am. I'm studying through a correspondence provider in uh, New Zealand, which is nice, just a little bit of home. How long have you been in Australia? I've been in Australia for five years now. I've been in Queensland for three years and I was in WA for two. Right. Um, mm-hmm. When you came to Australia, did you, because obviously Asabi and I are from, well, I'm from America and Vanessa's from New Zealand as well. So we were sort of yes. discussing when we did this whole thing. How did you feel when you came all the way from New Zealand and you decided to move? Like it's a, it's a big thing to do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, moving countries is pretty, can be traumatic. Yeah, it can be. Um, I decided to move in a pretty short period of time. Like it was probably about two months between deciding that I was going to go and then quitting my job and packing up all my things. But what made it easier for me was that I had some friends that lived in Perth that I had previously gone to school with in Hawke's Bay in New Zealand. So the fact that they were there um, made it easier because I just, yeah, obviously had some... Um, kind of base to go to and uh, familiar faces to see. So that made it easier. Uh, I guess it was still confronting just coming from a small town to a really busy city and just how flat everything was. And in Perth was really something that shocked me. I remember flying in and just being like, wow, what is this? Just like flat, huge <laughs> plain, like everywhere I could see was just kind of red and flat brown earth um, and then came into the city because Perth's quite isolated. It um, is. So, it's very quiet yeah. there as well. Yeah. And now there, there are a number of Kiwis in Perth, aren't there? So Yeah, I'm not quite – I think a lot of them go for the mining. Yeah. Um, but I'm not too sure why, because, like, now that I live in Queensland, I'm like, it's just silly. Like, why would I live in Perth? It's like nine hours to get home mm. um, to New Zealand, whereas here it's, like, a few hours and I'm home. That's right, um, yeah. It's a three-hour flight. Yeah, so, 
Yeah, it's a lot easier. Well, speaking of Hawke's Bay, we're actually having a bit of a drink of a Pinot Gris from Hawke's Bay here. Hopefully they'll decide to sponsor us. But are you still sober? Uh, no, I did my three months. And three months? That up, but I'm, yeah, I did the first three months of the year completely sober. And then once I finished that, I just feel like I've got a, a more balanced approach to life, I guess. But I yeah, I do three hours. Three three months, months, which three was really cool. Stuff. I'm happy that I did it. That's amazing. I, I think a number of people have done that for, especially with this year, they've started off doing this sort of uh, dry months, few dry months, and then, yeah. you know, they finish. And, and it is more for their health and um, for some people to get a better control on their alcohol consumption. Because, you know, people, it, it's amazing. So coming from America, and I know and we are drinkers, and I'm not going to say that we're not drinkers, but... Um, I don't know that I'd seen as much drinking until I moved mm. here, and I was just so Australian. Yeah, well, I mean, I was, I was, I wasn't shocked per se as much as I was like, wow, people can do this every single day. You know, I was, I was more of that person <laughs> that would drink on a Friday night or a Saturday night, you know, and, and that's big for me. But coming here and it's like every day after work, let's go have a couple of drinks. I'm like, wow. So it's pretty yeah, amazing. that is true. It's very bad in New Zealand as well. Mm. The drinking culture there is huge. Yeah, we're very similar like that. So outside of obviously um, being very healthy, you're a vegan and you're living a, a plant-based lifestyle. Now I know this because I follow you on all of the socials. She stalks you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love a good store. Yeah. One of the cool things, uh, yeah. when you, one of the houses that you lived in, I think it was a couple of years ago now, you made jackfruit um, jackfruit barbecue barbecue burgers. Something. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They were insanely good. Where do you get your Thank recipes you. from? Uh, yeah. Where, where do you get your recipes from? Um, a lot of things I just kind of make up, but then also a lot of my inspiration comes from um, recipes on Instagram or like seeing that, mm. um, you know, if I go out eating uh, at some of my favorite little spots, I guess, recreating those meals and yeah, a lot of inspiration definitely from Instagram though. Yeah. Have you been to Moo Free Burgers? No, I haven't. It's a vegan, completely vegan burger joint. Um, there's one in North Lakes. Is there one on the Gold Coast? There may, there may be one on the Gold Coast. I'm not sure. Ooh. But it's completely yeah. vegan, and they make that jackfruit barbecue burger, which is super tasty. Super insanely good. Mm. Now, all yeah, of the things that you do, Rose, like you obviously... You're a bit of an inspiration because you keep on growing. You're an inspiration to me. Um, what does being a nutritional health and a herbalist mean? Um, more just, I guess, going back to a natural approach to well-being that's more based on diet and using herbs and plants as medicine to keep us well and also to prevent illness in comparison to, I guess, just eating an average diet and then just using pharmaceuticals and um, going to the doctor when, you know, anything comes up that might be unbalanced. So I guess it's just something that I've wanted to look into for a while now and studying it is just going to give me that extra kind of support in the future for wanting to do my own consults in that area outside of, you know, the mainstream nursing and my um, job that I have at the moment. 
And have you completely changed your life over to following this lifestyle? Well, I've basically, that has been my life. (laughs) Um, I guess, like, I'm choosing to study it now, but I was raised, like, my mum raised me on, like, an organic diet, very natural, um, grew up using homeopathic medicines, and Waleda, which is a... um, company that produces herbal and homeopathic medicines in Hawke's Bay uh, back home. Okay. So I grew up Hawks with Bay, that. Where like we're I didn't both have from. any antibiotics until I was like 16 and I think I had Panadol when I broke my ankle when I was 13. So I guess in a way it's like returning to my roots but just more in a professional way. Sure, sure. And then that way you can educate others as well in that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah I think that's great. <laughs> Um, I want to switch gears just a little bit and talk mm-hmm. a bit about your artistry. So now Vanessa tells me that you're uh, an artist and you're learning how to do tattoos. Um, yeah, well, I just like to do art. Um, my, I guess the real artists in my family is my mom and my sister. They're both artists in my upbringing. Yeah, I just did a lot of art as a, as a um, child. So I enjoy doing it as a hobby and I have a little bit of a obsession with tattoo art and over the last, I guess, year I've been doing um, stick and poke tattoos, which has been really fun. And yeah, it's definitely something I would like to do stick and poke. more often and get better at, yeah. So tell me what that is again. Stick and poke, it's just using like... There's a um, poke tattoo packs, uh, .com.au or you can look them up on Instagram is a company in Melbourne that sells poke tattoo packs that you can just buy over the internet um, and it's, it's like tattoo needles uh, and I got a vegan black tattoo ink and you can get like a little practice skin with the kit which is just plastic awesome. uh, and your gloves and your sharps container and your ink holders and like a little booklet that kind of gives you some tips and it's really cool and then once you've I got gotten a little bit more confident using the fake skin you've just got to convince your friends to oh. I need you to do a tattoo <laughs> on me on for sure <laughs> I can't wait when this isolation is over I am coming to see you and you you are totally doing a tattoo on me awesome that sounds like it'll be fun that sounds scary <laughs> but <laughs> but I think that's I think that's really cool that you can buy a kit that gives you fake skin to practice with most tattooists have to learn on fake yeah. skin it's like a latex yeah, yeah. Before they go into well, the I, I, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to go in, oh, I'd like a tattoo, and then have someone like, Let I'm me just, just learning. Let me try it on you, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be very um, <laughs> concerning for me. Um, do you have a lot of tattoos? Um, I have a few. I've definitely been collecting a, f- a few more over the last, I guess, three years. Um, I've got my newest one wrapped around my forearm, which is just like rose bushes with um, insects on them, some bees and a butterfly and a dragonfly, butterfly. which I was actually supposed to get finished, but then all of this corona uh, drama went down. So uh, nobody's allowed to be tattooing at the moment. So yeah. I have to finish that after this is over. Oh, so true. Like, like I used to work when I was working before I got shut down before as COVID-19 hit us all. I was working at an injectables clinic. So, of course, any mm-hmm. uh, elective surgery or elective injectable work had to be shut down due to the whole, you know, 
not good for you. So I completely understand not doing <laughs> yeah. tattoos at this time. Yeah. Um, I want to yeah. ask a quick question about that, though. Because you are a nurse and a healer and a vegan, what's your what's what's your current thought about what's going on right now with COVID nineteen? <laughs> current thought. I have a lot of thoughts. Um, <laughs> I guess it's a difficult. Okay, I'll break it down. Uh, I'll break it down. What do you think we should be doing health-wise mm-hmm. to pass through? Health-wise? Yeah. I think everyone should be focusing on just looking after themselves and their immune system. And fear, unfortunately, is really not good for our immune system. Um, so, I mean, it's good to stay informed. Like, you know, you need to stay informed when it comes to uh different things that the government's putting out when it comes to what you can and can't do or otherwise you might end up in a sticky situation and also Mm. just to stay a little bit of aware of the stats and what's going on around you but I think watching the news all the time and just kind of over focusing on the negatives um just breeds more fear and there is also a lot of misinformation going around like it's the age of everyone having you know multiple social medias and there's just so much information out there i think it's good to just tune out put your phone down turn the tv off and just go reconnect with your breath even if it's just outside if you have like a little patch of grass or a balcony or something and just yeah continuously check back in with yourself and just keep that under check because it's not useful unfortunately a little bit of self-care goes a very long way doesn't it yeah yeah definitely it's so important and then obviously just the basics not everyone has access to this but you know a lot of us are lucky enough to and if you are you know increase your fruit and veg intake and make sure you're drinking lots of good filtered water and getting some sunlight every day and just getting enough sleep and taking um, lots of vitamin C and things like that to boost your immune system. So, yeah, I guess that's the main thing at the moment of being there for each other because, you know, a lot of us live with other people, which is really good, but just to reach out to family members and friends that might be feeling more alone and just stay connected with um, video chats and things like that. Isn't it crazy that this pandemic had to happen? that we had to have this happen for us to reconnect. Yeah, mm, That is true. It's definitely had some positive impacts and also getting people to slow down. I think that's another thing that's really important is that a lot of people think at this time, you know, especially again with social media, there's all these memes and things. Everyone's posting what they're doing and how productive they are and, how many workouts, workouts I've done, like definitely do move your body. Like I think it's it's really good um, to do that. But just the pressure, I think a lot of people need to just give themselves permission to, to stop and just mm. rest and take this time to recoup because there's just so much pressure when it comes to, you know, coming out the other side of this with like a six pack and like 10 new skills. <laughs> so, yeah. That was my goal for sure. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> no, it is true. I, I have seen a lot more activity on the socials lately. And yeah. um, to the point where, you know, all of last week, I I tuned out myself just because, you know, I was just tired of seeing all of that. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, it, and there's it so much of it. There's so much of it. I agree. I, I, yeah. I was saying to Asabi earlier that, 
everything goes through stages. Week one, week two, week three, week four. I mean, how many weeks we're going to be in lockdown, we don't know. But if you look at the statistics yeah. of stuff, by the time week three comes around, that's when the depression hits. Mm. That's kind of where I am at the moment. Mm. Um, I know Asabi's been there. Yeah, I was there last week. <laughs> she was a full-time, 100% performer. So she actually lost all yeah. of her jobs at the beginning of March, whereas I didn't lose mine till the end. Mm. Um, even though I'm still a performer, I was working in a real job yeah. oh, oh. i take that back i take that back i did not mean that in a nine to five thank you i was working in a job that i enjoyed you know it was admin it was admin yeah. it yeah. was admin yeah um i wish i could be like a sabi and perform all the time but mm. um i cannot but you know we like every job is important every job is needed exactly um and it's just That's a true. shame that the more artistic jobs were the first ones to get cut, but I mean, and those booted. are they're they're social. They're a hundred percent social jobs, and this virus attacks more in that social setting. So, you know, it's understandable. I understand why they did it, and yet we're going into times of isolation, and all we want to do is hang out with our Netflix or our Stan or mm. our Quibi or or our YouTube or whatever it is. And so the people like you, who are full-time performers, we're relying on you to keep us going even though we've shut you down. Exactly. It makes no sense. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure everybody's yeah. heard about it on Facebook, but there's a big active um, movement with the Media Arts Entertainment Alliance, M-E-A-A. Just check it out on Facebook if you can. Give it a like, give it a follow, give it a share. And um, help our artists continue being awesome because that is how we're going to get through this. Yeah. That's right. Artists are making mm. content to help uplift, to entertain, to you know keep people together, uh, because that's what we do. That's what we do as artists. We you know that's our job. Our job is to bring people together and to make people happy. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. Well, Nessie needs some wine, so we're going to take a short break. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like, and a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Hey, so I'm going to bring up a personal yeah. thing, Rose. Um, yeah. Rose hates going to the dentist. <gasps> Why? Because it's gross <laughs> and so annoying. So good. It's, it's, it, Asami's got beautiful teeth, so I she can go to the up. dentist. Um, <laughs> oh, so jealous. <laughs> one of the last year, um, my beautiful Rose had a little accident while she was skateboarding. Oh no! Tell us about it. Yes, I decided to try eat my skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get air out of the quarter pipe, and my board, uh, my trucks hit the coping, and it bounced up into my mouth. Oh! And I broke my four top teeth and um, smashed them through my bottom lip. So, yeah, that was chaotic, very, very chaotic. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, the, I'm not the biggest fan of the dentist now. Well, I mean, I not. stop doing that to yourself. <laughs> she's, she's actually an amazing skater. Like, uh, Rose, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, my very Instagram name is Peace Pixie uh, 92 
Peace, P-E-A-C-E, Pixie, P-I-X-I-E, 92? Yep, 92. So, Rose does a lot of stuff. She talks about health. She talks about wellness. Um, She talks about the stuff that she does every day. Uh, She's very real. And she also does a lot of skating. So, um, check it out. Peace, Pixie, 92. (laughs) And that's on Insta. Um, But, yeah, Yeah. the the terrible thing was uh, Rose obviously smashed her face and like she got all of her teeth fixed and she has a beautiful smile did you go to thailand to get your teeth fixed no here oh, Brisbane. <laughs> i know no, i just got i just got temporary like caps on them i still need to get them properly fixed right um but for the meantime you know it's it's fine everything everything works i just can't buy apples or like yeah anything Eat crispy with my front teeth vegan <laughs> She doesn't need her teeth to eat meat. She eats no, black fruit. That's right. Jackfruit's yummy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, so it's just the front four teeth, is it? Yeah, front yeah. top. Oh, front gosh. top four. I always cringe when I hear stories about people hurting their teeth. I don't know what it is, but it, that for me, that's the most awful thing I think that could happen to anybody is hurting their teeth. And so it always like kind of makes my skin crawl. I dreamt last night that I lost my two front teeth oh. in my dream. But I also dreamt that I was oh. flying to all my appointments. Oh well. So oh, upside. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Who, who needs teeth if they can fly? Exactly. Well, I would. I would rather be Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Gummy and be able to fly than yeah, have same. teeth at all. Right? Um, do you remember how you lost them, or did they just fall they out? They just weren't there. They just went there. Like I, I, think went it's because, <laughs> I think it's because I've been watching the Tiger King on Netflix. Oh, God. And they actually don't have any teeth because they all do meth. So mm-hmm. I think that must just be oh, a yeah. that's stuck in my head. I'm not going yeah. to even give Tiger King a plug. <laughs> oh, it's such an unreal seven episodes. Mm. If you want to just sit somewhere and go, so... what the... No, that's then okay. Watch it. I'd rather watch The Stranger. <laughs> The Strange is brilliant. Too. I love it. It's oh, so God, good. So good. What are you watching right now I on Netflix? I'm like in between everything because I watched, you know, I watched the I watched everything and then it runs out and then I'm just like, oh, now I have to wait for ages until the next <laughs> season's yes. out. Yeah. Um. So at the moment, I think, yeah, I'm literally trying to think. I'm watching, um, Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. Very funny. Very good. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll take that. And hmm, what else am I watching? I think Asabi told me Unorthodox is pretty good. Yes, Unorthodox is very good. It's a short Ooh, one. I, think I haven't it's only, that. I think it's only four episodes, but they're an hour each, maybe four to six. It's like episodes. a mini series. Yeah, it's very good. Okay. It's based on a true story um, about a girl who was that. yeah is an Orthodox Jew, or like heavily Orthodox Jew from. Um, they live in Williamsburg, which is a little suburb in New York City, I think Brooklyn maybe, and they come from Hungary. So they're a small Jewish community that migrated um, either during or after World Check War II. <laughs> Check it out. But it's extremely, like, I mean, just the way they live is extremely, it's isolating. It is very oh isolating. Oh, my God, how appropriate, yeah. how mm-hmm. apt with what we're going through right now. Yeah. And so this woman yes, runs away from her community, and that's what the story is about. It's it's actually really good. It is a very good little miniseries. It sounds good. I'm going to have to add it to my list of things to watch Please because, I, yeah, I definitely need some goodies. All right. We're going to take a short break. 
Make sure you refill your wine glasses and keep listening to Wine and Sympathy. That's Not Canon is a community committed to giving new podcasters a platform to share their voices and have some fun. If you would like to get started podcasting or simply enjoyed this podcast and would like to find out more, you can head over to our website at thatsnotcanon.com. If you simply want to support us and what we do, we would very much welcome your patronage at patreon.com forward slash thatsnotcanon. So Rose, have you found in your experience that there have been, um, maybe not a lot, but I, I tend to hear of these cases of practitioners misdiagnosing patients, and it seems to me, and I'm a lay person, right, so I only hear things from the news or read things from the paper, but it seems like it happens more often than not. What's your take on that? I do think that people definitely get misdiagnosed, and I guess a lot of it comes down to what is available to a doctor that's working in a GP setting that is trying to run tests that are covered by Medicare and a bulk build system. So I guess half of it would come down to the fact that it's not easily available to run tests and look into options beyond what they've been given as, you know, a, a diagnosis criteria. Sure. Um, and then also, I guess, the doctor's level of um, sophistication, continued education, education. Yeah. yeah, when yeah. it comes to other diseases. Sorry. No, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think it's it's a mix of both. Unfortunately, our Medicare system, even though it's one of the best in the world, and I, I think I, I absolutely love Medicare, I think that there's a lot of things that they are missing out because Queensland in particular, we're a tropical nation. Uh, state. <laughs> we are tropical and we have tropical yeah. diseases and we have a buttload of tourists that come in and they bring viruses mm -hmm. or bugs or I don't know, maybe a tick with them on the way. Who knows? It's not their fault. It just it just happens. It it's happens. national travel. Um, yeah. But sure. Queensland is, is uh, the tourist destination of Australia and we need to be more aware of what the diseases and stuff we have everywhere, like in bugs, like it's it's nuts, it's nuts, it really is. Yeah, I'm not quite. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why the government hasn't um, truly recognised acute Lyme disease, considering it's definitely been proven over and over again that it is here. Um, it's just something that is such a complex issue, I guess. But hopefully, it's going to change in the future, but. At the moment, I guess no one's focused on Lyme because everyone's focused on Corona. So yeah, yeah. That's right. All the people that are fighting Lyme will be kind of sitting there in the background being like, damn it, because... Yeah, what is it? Do we need a, a pandemic to bring our important oh, I hope disease <laughs> to focus? That's it, crazy. Yeah, unless anyone... Yeah, it's like... If somebody's not dying and they're just chronically ill, nobody nobody wants to know about it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know it, it sometimes mm. takes that. I guess it's kind of like you have a bridge in town and you know it needs maintenance, but no one's going to do anything to maintain it until it falls. Or until yeah. Tom Hanks gets it. Yeah. But guess what? Tom <laughs> Hanks survived living in an airport for a year. He survived living on an island with Wilson. Okay. Tom Hanks 
he survived <laughs> COVID nineteen. Those were characters. Therefore, weekend. What do you mean that was characters? not? They were real. In that my was life. not Tom Hanks. They were real. <laughs> Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> I love Tom Hanks. Yeah. Stay safe, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. We do love He's Tom Hanks. Cure. We do love Tom Hanks. <laughs> so, right. Rose, thank you so much for coming on and having a chat with us. Um, we're going to wrap this no. up. I kind of feel like we could keep talking about so many things, but I touched on a, a few topics. Obviously, Wine and Sympathy, we are out there. We're on all the socials. We're going to promote you as well on your Insta if that's okay because I believe you've got a lot of stuff yep. to say, right. especially when it comes to health and wellness. And I love how you do your stories because they give a little insight into your day, but they give us a little insight into what it could be like if we could be fully sustainable, if we could be vegan. Mm. And I like how you're – very inspirational so keep it up okay yeah thank you so much oh, and thank you quick question for no you. problem one to, last one happy to um yeah chat about any any topics in the future just let me know i think it's really awesome that you guys are doing this oh, and you. it will probably entertain lots of people while they're stuck in isolation we hope, hope so, so. Awesome. <laughs> yeah that's that's the goal we just want to we want people to be happy and we want them to meet interesting people that are in our area and, and learn about the things that they're doing so ultimately we want people to learn so um one last question for you rose is your instagram mm -hmm. private or public it's public awesome Sweet. to make it easy for people to follow yeah. you yeah <laughs> well kia ora thank you very much kia ora, for <laughs> thank you i hope you guys have a lovely rest of your evening and um, i'll talk to you soon yeah and i'll come and see you after covid19 yes tattoo. we'll put that on our facebook page I'll yeah i yes. do have a tattoo in my head booked it in thanks yeah all right stay safe and wash your hands yes thanks for yes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.